everybody. Welcome this Wednesday night after Dynamite. This is Wrestling Fan Insight uh, post AEW Dynamite Space. I'm your host, Carlos Estrada. I'm joined here with John. How are you doing, John? Oh, I am just peachy today. <laughs> uh, I, so I, I've, I'm a little bit sore because I got my COVID booster, so I'm one arm down. So no, I, think I'm get, I think I'm getting mine tomorrow. So any, any of you who are watching Dynamite and saw technical glitches there, you might see a repeat <laughs> here. So. so I want to thank those people who joined us in the room already. We're having some, I was having technical difficulties with my phone. I think, I think when I go and invite people, it, it glitches for some reason. The third time's a charm. So we're here now. Um, so I'm going to go just go over the results of Dynamite. And then I received power out. You have a request to join the thing. Let me just go over the results really quick that we get into discussing tonight. Also, we're up to discuss, um, if you guys want to talk about um, anything that happened on Raw or or um, NXT as well, we can do that. Um, but just really quick, I'll give a, I'm going to approve the mic request, but just hold on to talking until we do over this verse. So tonight, um, AEW Dynamite was coming out of Colorado. And the first, um, first match, we had Penta defeating Jeff Jarrett in an open challenge for the international title. Um, then we had an interview segment with 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 MJF and Jarrett. I think it was MJF and then Adam Cole with a bow. And, they, and then they had the... Um, What's his name? The big uh, Paul White come on as Captain Insano, which I actually thought was a good use of that for all the money Tony Khan paid for that. So I thought that was really, really good. Um, that was like pretty much the best part of Dynamite, if you ask me. Um, and, then, and then there was an, there was an interview statement with the Don Callis family. Um, they came out and, you know, just talked smack. And then, you know, Eddie and then Sammy Guevara stealing, you know, Adam Page's gimmick. Um, and then we had Nick Nick Jackson defeat Claudio and Brian Cage in a three match, and now he'll get he'll get a title match next week for the international title. Um, MJF and Cole again were doing an inter- ring segment. They had they announced that MJF is going to be defending the titles by himself this Sunday at um, Wrestle Dream in a handicap match against the Righteous, and then we had. Um, Christian and Darby in an interview with JR, which is, I mean, it was the same stuff we've already been seeing with Christian talking about, um, you know, Darby's parents and everything, all the people who died. So um, again, Christian's the best heel right now in wrestling. I think going, well, besides Dom and Don Cos, but I just, I love it. He's the, he's the heel that you hate. So I think that's really good. Um, he's doing a good job there. Um, then we had Orange Cassidy to defeat Matt Jackson, Colt, um, Austin Gunn and Penta in a four-way match. And so, and again, it was just a four match to go into what they are going to be doing this week on, on Sunday. And then we had Julie Hart defeat Willow Nightingale. And then in the, the main statement of the night was, was a promo it was a contract signing between Hangman Page and Swerve Strickland. Um, so again, for me, I know just kind of going quickly over the card, I wasn't really impressed with this card. Um, I think, you know, especially for going into a, a go home pay-per-view show, I really thought this was really weak. Um, again, to me, it's one of those been one of the things before where I feel like they always, no, they've had, no, what's no, that? No, 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 no. One, one second there, power of parts. Just I mean I don't know if you're so just wait a second to speak and then if you're gonna speak I mean I don't know if that was just if you're doing a gimmick there but uh, I get maybe I disconnected but just really quick um what hold on let's go here we go again <laughs> second you're good to talk okay um 
so again, I just I just want better out of them for the pay for. I mean, like I feel like this. There's been times where they've had go home pay per views before the pay per view, and I was like, man, I, I really wish that they would have, you know, like only had four matches this week, and then they would have just kind of built more into the segments. And I just feel like this one, I don't know, it just was a big miss for me. They only had four matches. Um, the segments, again, I feel like when you're given an opportunity, you should pivot. And I feel like with the whole MJF thing, I feel like they should have had him defending the title against Jay White, honestly, this weekend, instead of defending the ROH tag titles in a in a handicap match. Um, you know, to me, it's just, you know, if you're given an opportunity, you got to pivot and get people something better, not a downgrade. And I just feel like the tag team handicap match is a downgrade. Um, again, I just, I don't, I don't, again, to me, I, I would just like to see this. Are they going to keep them with the championships until, until um, Adam Cole's ankle heals because it's broken in three places. I just, I just feel like they needed to pivot here and they didn't. And I just felt the card just felt like lazy booking. And I hate, I hate the coin cornet because I don't really like the man. Um, but it, that's exactly what this card felt like. If it just felt like lazy booking. And to me, they have such a big roster that they could be utilizing other guys besides the guys that are going to be in tag team matches. Like I don't get why you have, you know, the international champion in a four-way match for the titles when you have other tag teams that could be getting tag team matches. Um, and to me, it was just there's too much of the same people. I don't understand why Mac Jackson's or Nick Jackson's getting attacked as getting an international title match next week when they have so many other superstars that could be getting those kind of title shots. Um, it just feels like the wrong kind of pivot after everything that happened with Moxley. Um, did you want to share your thoughts, John, on the show? It, it's pretty similar to what you were saying. Um, but rather than highlighting all the negatives, let's highlight the couple of positives that I've noted. Won that opening match for the AEW International Championship. I thought Ray Phoenix did a really awesome job in that match. The guy just, he he's showing why he was deserving of a singles title there in that company. And kudos to Ray for getting a well-deserved victory on that. But I also want to say what a improvement Julia Hart has made over the years. That match she just had with Willow Nightingale toward the end of the night, she she definitely shows that she's got some potential. I don't think she's going to walk away with the TBS championship, but I do see her as a future champion. Yeah, you know, and that, and that's something I don't want to I, I don't want to focus on negatives either. Um, you know, but I just I just wasn't really impressed with the show. Um, the thing for me is I I just wish like for example. Um, like to me, like 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 I agree with you. I think Penta deserve. I think Penta deserves to beat in singles title 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 reign. You know, like you you had this opportunity. You were given this thing. I mean, he is a former. You know, um, what's it called? Lucha Underground World Champion. You know. So if you want to speak power out, I mean, if we can, you can go ahead and if you want to talk about what's going on, on the show, that's fine. But if you're just gonna like, but if you're gonna just kind of just interrupt the conversation, we're gonna have to mute you. So let me know what you want to do. It's fine if you want to speak, but just please have something to say. Why don't you go ahead, Carlos? Oh, but like to me, like like again, it's like to me, if you're gonna have Penta be those, let Penta have a run. Like again, he is he, like him and his brother Bo could be single stars in the company. But they're just, they're just, you know, they've been in a tag team. So if you're going to let them be single stars, let them be single stars. But then let another tag team get the opportunity to to have an AEW title match instead of them. Like I feel, I feel like with them in the four way match, it's like Ooh. it's already a given to me that they're not going to win the match. 
Um, and so to me, that's the one thing. All right, power out. So I'm gonna give you one last chance. So again, if on, they can't hear you. Oh, you need to unmute. Don't do okay. a mute all. Okay. Just do a mute to account only. All right. Okay, you're good. Go ahead, Carlos. So what was I? So again, to me, like just I, I just I feel like with with having them in inside the the inside this four match, it's already a team that you know is not going to win. Because to me, if you're going to have him be a single star, let him be a single star, you know, and and, and then put why not put Penta with the TNT title match again? There's not that they're not deserving of being single stars. Um, it's just that I just I don't see. There's other plenty of other tags that they could be having, you know, get get a title match. Um, you know, again, it's just one of those things where I just don't understand what's going on with that. So, I mean, that's my thing about that, you know, and into me too, um, if you are going to have, you know, I mean, I would just rather have MJF defending the title in in the match again, if he, if him and Adam Cole can't be champions, then pivot and, and you know, and I would rather see those the fatal four way be for whoever's going to fight the righteous later on to be the Ring of Honor tag team champions. I just feel like there's a lot of I just a lot of things that happened last week, and I don't feel like they're pivoting correctly. And just to I want to see Orange Cassidy going after a world title too instead of going you know being in a tag team with Hook. Um, what are your thoughts about that? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I really have much thoughts of it. Um, again. This is where it comes into where we don't really like most of what Jim Cornette says about today's wrestling, but this this tag team just doesn't make sense, and it's not gelling with me. So, um, as far as so, is this supposed to be like a fatal four way for a tag team championship, or so they're having so the so the idea of this match is is this going to be a fatal four way, and whoever. Um, Whoever wins, they get they get a tag team title shot anytime. <sighs> so I yeah. guess it's, it's I'm, gonna I, I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone, throw it in the campfire, let it be. <laughs> yeah. So it just again, it's just one of those lazy booking things, and it's just and it just to me is like oh, and that's what I'm saying. It just doesn't like why you have like to me, like look, I just feel like to me. I feel like with having Penta be in a tag team match with his brother at the at the show instead of even even defending his title, I just feel like they're not doing him any favors and being and being believable as a champion. Even though we all know that Penta can cook and he can wrestle a singles match again, he's a former you know um, Lucha Underground World Champion. I mean, he's I've seen this man in plenty of singles matches. So it's not the fact that it's not that I know that he can't. It's just the way they're booking him is not doing him any favors. As far as if you like, you don't need to be put them in a tag team match. There's plenty of other tag teams they have right now that they could be doing, and they're just not, you know, like throw the Hardys in there, throw the acclaimed in there, you well, know. I go ahead. Not to mention, you got Ray already being the reigning defending international champion. So, I mean, are you are you trying to take the focus off Ray and make them back to a tag team? Or yeah, like I said, yeah, it's just not doing them any favors, you know, exactly. Just, you know, I mean, poor Penta, he's probably like, what the hell? <laughs> and, then, you know, Ray won the championship, as we found out, mainly because Mox was injured. So they had to change 
that whole finish uh moments notice so yeah we don't it's kind of a mess right now chris go ahead you had your hand up what you want to say christopher i should say sorry um basically the thing is i think they're doing with mgf is basically to do it by itself and try to win i don't know but that's what i think that they're, they're going to make him look like an underdog but that's just my opinion. They might do that. I don't know. Then, but to me, it just doesn't make like. So let me ask you this question, Christopher. Do you do you, do you want to see with with Cole injured now? I mean, do you think they should be continuing the storyline, or do you think they should have just stripped him of the titles and and had him not defend it? Because to me, it feels like they're going to have him defend it once, and then what? They're not going to make him defend it for another six months. Uh. That's a hard question, man. They might they might carry this for freaking a year, and then when he comes back, then they'll probably do the story again and have this long story like the Roman Reigns story. I don't know. I really don't know. What What would you prefer? <coughs> I don't care, really, because the thing is, what was the end of the story? Really good with Jay White getting beaten up with people, and then the camera gets off with freaking MGF with the freaking Devil mask. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I like that. You no, know, and to me, like, I mean, and, and to it, the interesting thing is, like, Max needs friends, right? So, was he going to get Wardlow back? I mean, there's a lot of different ways it could take this storyline. Um, but to me, I just I don't want to feel like the Ring of Honor championships aren't are going to be held hostage. But I mean, I guess the only I rather see him. I I rather have seen him. This is just my opinion. I rather have seen him. I rather have seen them forfeit the tag team matches titles than see him take a loss as the world champion, even if it's gonna be in a even if it's gonna be in a handicap match. I rather him. I rather not just see him take a loss, and I rather have just seen them forfeit the titles. That's just my opinion. Oh, and then what to me? What lazy booking is with his Monday Night Raw with the Judgment Day every freaking week? That's lazy booking. Worse waste lazy. <laughs> lazy booking than that that's just my opinion that's lazy booking there's yeah it's no just hardcore. there's no freaking freaking hardcore or anything with that so that's just my opinion on that I yeah i feel like i feel like with that one they're just prolonging it to to to, to war games but it's, it's, I'm yeah I'm with I'm already tired of the because it's just like insert this wrestler insert this wrestler and a tag match against the Judgment Day every week because it is getting very boring. Yeah, I don't see that with Impact or MLW. <laughs> Shout them out! I mean, again, those those companies definitely deserve the love. Yeah. Honestly, to me, to me, I I think NXT is doing the best job of booking right now. They're doing really good storylines. Um, like I'm really I'm more excited for NXT No Mercy than I am for um Wrestle Dream, if I'm being honest. Even though I even though I know the matches are gonna cook, I just I think they've done a really good job of, of building that card and doing the storytelling and doing the matches and the segments. I again hats off to Chad Frost, as I like to refer to him, as, as I they, I think they've done a really good job with the with that with NXT. Yeah. But I think Wrestle Dream is going to be good. No Mercy is going to be good too. I think both of them are going to be good. That's just my opinion. For sure, it's, it's going to be. A, it's definitely going to be a good weekend of wrestling. And again, we still have 
SmackDown, which I'm going to be at this Friday, which I'm pretty excited about. It's going to be coming from Sacramento, um, so I'll be there. I'm a little, I'm a little bummed. I don't think LA Knight's going to be there, but it'll still be a good show. Watching that, huh? Have a great time going. Oh, thanks. I definitely am. It's going to be. There's, I think there's twelve thousand people already that are going to be there. It's almost, it's sold out. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, they 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 come to my 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 short town that I live, small town that I live in, but. AEW doesn't come here, but WWE does though. Are you in Col are you in Colorado too? No, I'm in Kansas. I put it Colorado because I missed my hometown. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I live in a small town in Kansas. So. Nice. Yeah. But WWE goes there, but AEW doesn't? No. That's shocking. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think that'll change soon because they—they seems—it seems to me like that AEW does a lot of small towns, so maybe you'll get there there soon. Yeah. Then the Swerve and Adam Page thing was pretty funny tonight. I thought that was pretty funny. With that oh, I, I agree with that too. Go ahead. Yeah. Beat a John Moxley earlier this year and all that, in that Texas Death match, which was great at Revolution. Yeah, I was there too. That was in San Francisco. I was at that show. It was pretty fun. Yeah. No, but, to me, I just I just hope that Swerve stays. I mean, if you're gonna be putting Swerve in a main event, main event contract signing with Hangman and Page, I just hope that he's going to be as presented as a main event star going forward, which I'm all for. I think that's what a lot of fans want to see. Um, so I just hope that if, if they're going to be having Swerve um be again if they're gonna be having him in the main event segment closing out dynamite i hope that they're gonna that means that they're gonna be pushing him as a main event star so i think that's definitely a positive Hopefully they do because swerve is good man swerve is great i agree i just wish the mogul embassy would still be the six-man tag team champion but you know the elite has that now and adam page so Oh, for sure. And I do too. Like, I mean, at the same time, like, I feel like they weren't really, they weren't really making an impact with the titles. And, but again, the same time, like I, I said this last week, I'm not really okay with, you know, like, I feel like, like the ring of honor titles are for like, cause he doesn't want to take the six man titles off the acclaim. So he's going to put them on them. And it's just, it does to me, they should just be more developmental titles. Like to me, I feel like the, I, to me, I think um, the, Dark Order should be the Ring of Honor six-man champions right now. Like, I just feel like they'd be better off doing that, or they have the elite feuding with the acclaimed. I just, unless, like, there, someone was already there talking about it, I think, today on um, The Hump. They were talking about how they think maybe it's just that Tony Khan's going to be looking to book a big Ring of Honor show in December, so that's why he's putting all these titles on all the, on all the, on all the AEW guys. But for me, I just, I'd rather see other guys get those shots. But i rather, I want to see Brian Cage cook as a single star and not just be losing all the time either i'm irritated with that yeah i'll let you guys speak i appreciate i like listening to you john and carlos i appreciate you guys well, thanks christopher appreciate you talking thank you christopher any thoughts on what he had to say john uh, no i mean he i think he pretty much touched base with what the general fans are feeling uh, similar to you too i mean i i think it's pretty evident we want these companies to kind of step it up a little bit um like you mentioned props to chad from xt they 
they've been definitely the ultimate show of the last few weeks. Um, AEW is kind of the cluster at the moment. They really need to figure out something, whether it's get a creative team or or whatever structure they need. Right now, it's just not working. It's a mess. They lost their biggest star, as we all know, Jade Cargill. Now, officially today with the WWE, you know, I actually had a conversation with my very first co-host of the Wrestling Fans Insight podcast earlier today, and he he was actually asking me, well, do you think that was really a big blow to AEW? And I said, yes. Is this your brother or somebody else? No, this was this was Dustin Homer, the very first co-host. Okay. Will was the second co-host. But when he mentioned to me, do you really think Jade was that big of a blow to AEW? I said, yeah. That was their most dominant female star. <laughs> I mean, if WWE just offered her a multi-year big contract, Obviously, she was doing something right, and Tony Khan let her go. That's on Tony Khan. I just, I just, again, I'm waiting for more stuff to come out with this. I, I've, I, we talked about this, but I feel like, uh, yeah, they fumbled the bag. I mean, to me, um, you, that's like the biggest crossover star you had. I don't, I don't care if she isn't as good as a wrestler yet. Like you guys, they should have, they should have had her working every week at the roads at the, you know, at either where there was a nightmare factory, you know, you could have, you could have booked her on, you know, independent shows, you know, he could, there's more you could have her doing, you know, and then, and then just having her wrestle every week. Um, but you know, yeah, she, you know, keeping her away from all the other big women. I mean, she obviously wanted those marquee matches. I don't blame her for leaving. I, and again, it's just, I don't think you're not going to get me to justify Tony's cons, um, booking of women for me he, he can die on that hill by himself because i mean his, his actions just show over and over to me that he doesn't care about the women's wrestling he doesn't see it as a draw he just does it because the fans want it um but i mean this is just like the last chair on top that just shows that he doesn't get it you know and he and to me like she's she's like she's their biggest opportunity to be a crossover star and i heard i heard a good like who was it that was talking about it? oh it was um it, i think it was it was the um it was, I think it might've been bully on, um, on open, on busted open talking about AEW doesn't, doesn't know how to make stars. Yeah. They give people the opportunity to be a star, but they don't know how to make stars. And I think that was a valid point that he said, you know, and I think that, you know, he, like just, they have an opportunity. If you shine, you shine, but they should have, they shouldn't know how to make stars. And I think when you look at Jay, she's a star and just let her walk away was dumb, especially, I don't think she's fake. And I think, I think, you know, the comments she made a few weeks ago were genuine. I think we, you know, she really, I think she really, um, I think she was really, you know, genuine with her comments. I think she really did like Tony Khan. I, I, Hey, Chris, can you mic, mute your mic? Cause you're, we had a lot of static coming through you right now. Thank you. Um, you know, and so I think, I just think that, um, you know, like I think her comments were genuine as far as as far as what is you know what she was saying about Tony Khan be a few weeks ago being, you know, a good boss and not and not just feeling not feeling just like she was just another number there with the, with the WWE system. I think they're all genuine, but I think you know when she had an opportunity to go and just looking at the fact that she was being kept away from the booking, I just it's it's a big it's it's a big miss for them, you know. And I think Ricky Starks is the next person to join her join them in in, in the wrestling, especially when I see Jay talking about her best friend, Ricky Starks, I'm like, Oh, he's next. <laughs> well, you know, when Cody went over, he said there would be more stars to follow. And 
I'm going to tell you right now, everything on Cody said, he, I'm going to believe it because if Tony Khan doesn't get his shit together, he's going to find out how quick that company is going to go downhill. Oh yeah, and, they, and this, and I mean, and again, I don't, and again, I think that's something everybody needs to understand. Like we we want to see this company succeed. You know, we're we're fans of this company. Um, you know, it's it's just like, you know, we we want to see best, and I, you know, we want to see more wrestlers having more jobs. You know, and and I just feel like how bad's it going to have to get before Tony Khan realizes he he can't handle everything? Because I think that that's showing right now, especially with the booking. Is showing that he can't handle everything, um, you know, and it's just it's it's really bad, you know. And, I, and I'm hoping for better, you know. I'm really hoping that it gets better, but it's obvious that he can't really handle being the Jaguars, being you know, being with the Jaguars, running his other company, the soccer company, and all this too. It's just too much for him, and it's and it's showing in the product right now. But he's he said that he thinks more he thinks he thinks more stars are going to follow out the door. Well, he said that when he initially signed with. WWE and after WrestleMania that oh you mean Cody said it because you said Tony no I said Cody okay I thought I heard heard Tony sorry no you need to unplug your ears tonight (laughs) I thought that I did I actually did say Cody I okay I I am not that tired yet (laughs) the COVID shot hasn't affected my brain yet either so (laughs) but Mm. to be determined yeah but Cody did mention that stars will, other stars will follow if, you know, they can't get it together. And I'm not sure if some of that was said because even though he, he said in his documentary that he didn't leave AEW because of, you know, stars or the money or blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't necessarily buy that either, but, you know, he can say whatever he wants there. I I think when CM Punk came into play, I think certain people saw now we ain't gonna deal with this. So, and for the money Punk was getting too, you know, it just yeah, I don't get what Tony Khan was thinking in the whole deal. I'm glad he signed Punk and tried to give Punk a chance, but I don't think I would offer a veteran that high of money either. That was I can understand why Cody in a way kind of felt a little flabbergasted not getting more money out of Tony. So he made the right choice going to WWE. And here's the thing for Tony. If you got stars, you need to pay them what they're worth. I'm sorry, Tony, but it's time to be the boss. Time to make the big boy decisions. Quit being the goddamn wrestling fan. Start running your company like you're the owner of a company. Oh, and even what, and even if you were listening to Eddie, I don't know if you saw like Eddie counts, Eddie Kingston's, you know, comments too. He's, he's like, he loves Tony, but he's too nice, you know? And, and I agree with that too. It's like, it's time to quit being nice. And it's just time to like, you know, and same time though, it's like, if you, if you don't want to be that boss and just have other people do it for you. So like, if you don't want to be the bad guy, like just, but it's like, he, so it's like, he's, he's his own worst enemy too. Cause he can't let go of control enough to let other people book the show for him. So it's like, if he could just let other people book for him and let them give away the power, it's like, he wouldn't have to deal with that. Cause he could let them be the bad guys, but obviously he can't do that either. You know? So it's just, it's like, he damn if we do, damn you do, damn if you don't, you know? Um, well, yeah. that that's my position in the company I work for, you know, I'm not trying to throw my, throw myself into the spotlight, but that's what guys like me are for is to be the bad guy. Cause if the owner feels like 
they don't want to dare make that decision. Have somebody make it for you. And exactly. That's why you have management positions. That's, you know. That's, that's why you have teams. That's why you have departments. That's why you have structure. Believe it or not, that word structure, it goes a long way to have that in a company. So, John, are you saying that you're the reason people don't have Choco Tacos anymore? No, <laughs> don't you even start that. Again. <laughs> now, now, positively, Chris is going to come after me and a couple others that I'm not going to mention. <laughs> you heard it here for us. John Hoppy's the reason there's no more chocolate tacos. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, my DMs are closed in X now. Thanks to Carl. <laughs> but I'm I'm even interested to see, you know, like what what, what WWE does with, with Brian Pillman. I used to have a little vignette, vignette vignette for him yesterday. And I'm excited to see what they do for him too. I mean, and again, too, that's another one. Where you know at the, at a point him and him and Griff Garrison were the hottest tag team in in AEW and they were the number one ranked tag team, you know and they you know and again they were it's like one of those things where you know were they going to win the tag titles and now he's with and now he's with you know NXT and I think they're going to do great things with him you know, so I'm really excited what they do with him as well. Yeah, and you know and don't take this the wrong way I I don't expect people to be brand loyal but. You know, go go where your opportunities are being presented to you. You know, if it makes sense, go for it. But if it doesn't make sense, don't be afraid to seek the other opportunities either. Uh, but, you know, it just it frustrates me to see where a lot of the talent who have been utilized, been getting certain pushes. And then the next thing we know, they're no longer with the company. I mean, you look at what happened with Mustafa Ali. He was set up to go against Dom last week for the NXT North American Championship. Or was that supposed to be this week? It was supposed to be this Saturday. Oh, it was supposed to be this Saturday? Mm-hmm. And now it's not happening. <laughs> you know. They, they, didn't even, they didn't even address They're just like, oh, they, they, didn't, they didn't talk about they, they To me, they should, it should have been worked out to you. Where he, they should have just told him, we're going to release you, let you go, but you can still finish out this match. Like. I think he would have been okay with that. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like Bret Hart with the WWF Championship. He already overworked the amount of matches in his contract. He was just being a nice guy, but we saw what Vince did to him. You know, the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying go have a screwjob with them, but give them their due diligence if they're willing to work it out for you, you know. But I think it's one of those things where, again, like I feel like all these, and again, that's the thing I feel like with these companies, especially with WWE, I feel like they make so much money off their television rights. They have the attitude of like they have, they need us to watch for the ratings, but it's almost like like you should be grateful you get to watch this on TV for free. And, and if we want to switch a match and we want to change something, we're going to just do that. And I feel like and they, and they, and I feel like that's really there. It's just it's so it's such such a well-oiled machine. It's almost it's, it is one of those things where it's like. Like just be happy you're here, you know. Even like with even with going to SmackDown this Friday, I'm, am I really excited about it? No, but at the same time, it's like it's it's they're in town. It is SmackDown. I get to see John Cena. You know, who knows if that's ever going to happen again? I get to see Rey Mysterio. Who knows how many, how many more times that guy's going to wrestle? So I'm excited for it. But it's just it's the fact that it's it's just the machine there, and it's like we're lucky to be there to to witness it. But it's just overly produced and everything else. And I feel with AEW, they take advantage of the fans too, as far as just the fact that they know. At the end, they know that we're going to be easily entertained, so they know that they can just throw on good matches and not have to do good storyline. 
but at the same time, it's like they all just need to do they all need to do better in their own different ways. Like if each one could learn from each other, they'd they'd both be stronger. Right. And don't necessarily placate to the fans all the time. I mean, protect your company at this while you're at it, you know. I mean, yeah, it's good to have the fans go home happy, but also make sure, you know, if you know you're not gonna make them happy, but not like on purpose unhappy, you know what I mean? You know, keep them keep them entertained and be involved with the stories and all that. And that's gonna be well, especially like for we got Go a collision coming here October seventh. So William, Sarah, and myself are gonna be there. We'll we'll kind of see how uh, AEW does on this show. Are, are you, how close are you guys sitting? Uh, we're actually, I think that ninth row starting for the upper row. I nice. can't I can't do four seats just because you know it's you're short. <laughs> No, it's just people don't tend to sit down on the floor, in especially there in Salt Lake. You know, they just don't have any consideration for the people viewing behind them. You know, <laughs> and, and not saying there's anything wrong with being a fan and cheering and standing up and all that, but sit down sometimes. Let the people behind you see. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I've been ruined. Like I, after after being front row for Dynamite, I can only I can I'd either have to be front row or, or I'd be in in the one hundred sections too. I can't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do anything else but that anymore. Yeah, it, you know the seats that. I don't know if you saw some of the pictures I posted from Raw last week. You know, it's pretty similar to the seats to the seating like what we got for Collision because I like to see across the way where they're coming down the aisleway or rampway. However, they set up their arena for that particular show. Yeah, it was crazy because for Dynamite or for for SmackDown, I, I got my seats for sixty dollars, and I because I'm because my uncle can't go, so I was trying to sell one, and, and it's like and so I mean it's not, but it's like even like this because because they only have like thirty something seats left, and so they're all platinum seats. So like the, even like the the two hundreds are going for two hundred fifty dollars right now. Wow. Oh, I'm like fuck you, WWE. I just I can't believe they're charging that much. They're all every every last ticket they have is considered a platinum seat. Cravat mongering. <laughs> yeah, I'm like just because there's only thirty something seats left, and it's like they're yeah they're all they're literally all considered platinum seats right now. So if they're like even like yeah in the two hundred it's two hundred fifty dollars. I'm like wow. When they announced SmackDown coming to Salt Lake City on February sixteenth, we were looking at what the floor seats were gonna run. Five hundred and twenty-five dollars. I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> and that was just regular. That was like regular price. That well, I was just. I think it was like the first two or three rows in the. In like that's before that's before they even went platinum. They're probably two thousand now. Yeah, I'm just like holy hell. I yeah, mean, the I platinum seat. The platinum seat, and it wasn't like I think on the. I saw one. It's like it's on the other side, like not even facing in the hard cam like in the corner it was like twenty five hundred dollars i i remember back when the events were here i could get the fifth row from ringside for like 80 bucks and yeah you don't see that anymore <laughs> it's ridiculous because i was when I, when, when I saw those prices to you i was like you know what even if i don't sell my ticket i still i'm still paying less than those people so i'm, I'm cool because i could probably, i could probably sell the two tickets but i still want to go you know, so like I'm like I'm gonna go still. 
Well, and that's my thing. You know, I had a lot of missed opportunities in between my relationships and I, I didn't want to miss anymore. So I've been fortunate enough where Sarah's been nice enough to let me keep attending all the events that come here. So it, you know, it's not that it, it's not that I feel like I need to be there. I want to be there, you know? Oh, it's still fun, you know. And that's the thing. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look tomorrow. The seats go on sale, and it, it's a special collision rampage on a Friday night. And they're 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 gonna be there in, in November in, in Oakland, and so I'm gonna look into that. So like, I might go. Awesome. Because I think I like I think I think the Oakland. Uh, I think that's the place to, that they should always book at because. It's the old, it's the old, it's the old Golden State Warriors arena, and it's it's nicer than the Cow Palace, and they can probably get it cheap because it's not the brand newer one, but it's still, but it's still state of the art enough to, um, to be good, you know. Definitely. So, Chris, did you have any thoughts about the show tonight? Uh, I mean. Uh popped for captain and say you know other than that, yeah that was cool <laughs> yeah i mean the, 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 it, it's always going to have a few moments just because i'm rooting for AEW. i'll stamp my bias out right um i'll be a little bit of a contrarian chris with the uh, jade cargill I, I think it's great that aew was able to develop her to where she was willing to take her talents to another you know bigger company so i i don't view that as a loss i think in a strange way it shows that you know AEW was able to take somebody her in-ring was all that good to begin with i think she's got a great i think she'll do great in wwe um but i i'd like to see the best in-ring competitors pushed you know the way she was in aew so i i i I, th I think that's a largely positive situation because I think she's going to fit right in in WWE. And I never really thought that she was the most polished in-ring technician. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm fine with her going off to NXT and then eventually you know, she's got a great look for the business. She's got a great, bright future. So I, I think it's good for people who are looking at AEW as a potential employer. And, you know, th that's not closing the door on a WWE career. And um, I, I don't have a problem with people going back and forth between companies. And at the same time, I think I like what I think what you brought up was a good point, too, because I think that the thing that AEW is going to benefit from is so maybe it's like, it is going to almost, I think it is going to be like the WCW um, WWE days back again. Cause you're going to have like these younger talents that are going to go to WWE and they're going to flourish. But like, I think I'm so again, thank you for your point, point of view. Cause I think that it's important that it's not necessarily a negative that these guys, that they showed something that they go to WWE because vice versa. I also, I think AEW is going to be the place where wrestlers can go and retire and and you know and 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 kind of and have like and get to have this one last hurrah in a way that they wouldn't have before if there wasn't a if there wasn't a w a w because a guy like Christian a guy like Samoa Joe um, a guy like 
you know, right. let's say Adam Copeland, for example, is going to be rumored to be going over there. So I think that they do, they're benefiting as well from the WWE machine by getting these guys. They get to go over there and have a name brand, and they get to build the company. So, so again, I like that's a really good perspective we have because I think they're both going to benefit from what they want as far as their brands go in, in different ways. So I think that's a, at the end of the day, they're both going to benefit from, from each other. Cause I do think, and I, and I don't think, I, I think that the, I think Adam Copeland and, and, uh, and even though she's, she's not in AW, she's not in WWE, but I think Adam Copeland and Mercedes Monet for uh, a CM Punk and uh, Jay Carhill is a fair trade. If you ask me. Well, now, do you really think that CM Punk's going to go over? Absolutely. 100%. Wow. All right. You heard it here, folks. Here, folks. Again, if I, 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 I bet the farm that, I, Adam Copeland's going to AEW and CM Punk's going to go to WWE. And the reason why I think that that's, I think that Triple H needs to show that he is the, that just like with Vince McMahon, he, he can, he can do what's best for a business. And again, like with Vince bringing back the Warriors so many times, bringing back a Hogan, bringing back a Sid, bringing back all these, bringing back a Jeff Jarrett, bringing back all these guys who did him wrong. I think this is Triple H's opportunity to show that he too can put what do what's best for business. And I, I think CM Punk's coming back. Absolutely. hundred percent. All right. So do you think Steph and triple H are divorced too? Um, <laughs> that one, I don't believe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I saw that post the other day and I'm just like, ah, bullshit. I, I don't know who started that one, but. Like I think, this. I think, I think if anything, I think, I think Stephanie, I think, I think she's disgusted by her father. I think, I think that she does, that she doesn't approve of her dad's actions and she doesn't want to be around them. That's well, my two I, cents. Well, and I also believe that's probably part of the why, reason why she walked away from the company too, because she just can't tolerate what her father's done over the years. I, now I really feel bad for Linda, you know. That that lady kind of seems like she's got her head on her shoulders and pretty level-headed, but find out your husband's been doing all that crap, yeah. Well, I don't think they're surprised. I mean, if you if you, I mean, I think they, I think I think they had an arrangement, you know. But at the same time, it's just it's a, it's the ultimate, it's a power trip, you know. I mean, if, it, again, it just makes me sad because I got if I had that power, I wouldn't do that, you know. I mean, this, he's gonna have you're gonna have plenty of people you're gonna have plenty of people throwing themselves at you anyways. Why do you got to go and abuse people like that? Um, it just, yeah, it's just very sad. And it's just, it's a sad part of his legacy, but at the same time, it's a part of his legacy that'll be overshadowed because everybody wants to see the good in him. And, and just, you know, like other people, and when it's something, you know, like people like the fact that people like assholes who get away with shit, you know, and it's bad. It just doesn't save anything good for the moral of our country, but um, people are willing to look past all the bad shit just because they think he's badass, you know, and it's, and it's sad. It really is, but it is what it is, I guess. Well, and I have a hard time looking past it. I'll always respect Vince McMahon as a businessman, but after hearing all the crap the last few years, you know, it's just, I can't look at him in a different way, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I'm not going to go too deep in the politics. It's like the way the majority feel about Donald Trump, you know? That's uh, the name I was, that's what I was talking about too. Yeah, exactly. I was, yeah, I don't yeah, I, I, I don't normally like to bring politics in my platform. I, in fact, I typically ignore any responses to my questions that involve politics in any way possible. I don't care if it's left or right, up or down, inside out. You know what I mean? But For sure. 
you know, I mean, that that's generally the feeling of what I've seen Vince McMahon do. And it, I just, yeah, like I said, I will always respect what he's done with his daddy's business, but I will never respect him. And that's and so like so to ask you the question that I ask other people on, if you had the opportunity to shake his hand, would you shake his hand? At a professionalism, yes. Okay. But I will not go. I would say I would not go out to dinner with him or have a conversation with him. <laughs> or know? but you probably wouldn't go out of your way to shake his hand either, right? Like you're not going to stand no. in line to shake. You know, like I, I like that's that's exactly my answer. If if the opportunity. If it presented itself at a professionalism, I would shake his hand, but I'm like, I wouldn't wait in line to go shake his hand or I wouldn't like be fake and go try to meet him at a meet and greet, even though it's like, I just, no, thank you. <laughs> I and I know I can't sound like a dick. I, I really am not a dick in person. Um, just to Carlos, but. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm the one that gets all the shit. <laughs> no, I love Carlos like brother. He knows it. You know, I, I just, I'm as my wife has described me many a times, I'm the one of the most unfriendly, friendly people you will ever meet. I'm not ever afraid to shake hands or say hi or, you know, have small talk, even though I suck at small talk. But, you know, I, I always have that look on my face like, what the You shit your pants? I know. Okay. No, like, what the <laughs> hell do you want? And it's not really that look. It's just my natural look. Sorry. <laughs> you know? shit myself good lord <laughs> how about you chris would you got would you shake his hand chris oh sorry who were you talking about mystic man i mean whatever i mean I, i'm not gonna meet him so it doesn't yeah yeah i mean, I, I mean uh, on the one hand there's only one person whose hand i've, I've refused to shake and that's because i knew what he was doing personally i don't really get involved and in, you know I, I i i know enough bad things about him that i wouldn't seek him out but it, it's it's not really something i think about because you know the chances of me meeting him without trying are nil i feel yeah right appreciate it well i didn't know he was going to talk about me oh wait <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck John Hoppy. That should be a new meme. That's right. So let's so let's talk about your predictions. Let's talk about predictions for uh, NXT um, No Mercy. So the first match we're gonna have is the Fatal Four Way match. So it's it's um, I'm gonna say Scripps's friends, which I really I really I'm really impressed with their athleticism. Um, the guy is the guy who used to be a football player. He's badass. Um, they're both, but they're both really good. Them against and um, Angel Garza, Hilberto Cardillo against the um, Creed brothers and against the family. Who are you taking in that match? And this is for the NXT tag team tag titles. Yeah. Uh, I think this one's just gonna end up staying where it's at with the family. Chris, did you want to make a prediction? Would you want to do NXT predictions with us, Chris? Oh, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I hadn't really thought right. about, I don't even Sounds good. Know. All right. <laughs> yeah. You're good. I thought I'd offer. All right. So then the next match we have is, uh, Baron Corbin against Braun Breaker. Who do you got? 
that one is really a tough one. You, you, you have Baron Corbin trying to get momentum, and Braun Breaker's still been on a, quite the tear, even though losing the NXT championship to Carmelo Hayes. I have to say Baron Corbin's going to give the nod to the young talent just because I think Braun Breaker is going to be coming up here soon. So I'm going to go with Braun Breaker winning this one. I'm with you too. And again, I'm glad I'm, I'm again, I was like, I don't, I never, I would, I've never saw Baron Corbin get released, but again, like to me watching NXT, like on Tuesday night, my, my attitude was like, again, it, it's sad to me. It's sad to me. The guys who lost their jobs, but it could have been a whole lot worse. You know, like like seeing like seeing Angel Garza and Herberto Cadillo there and seeing, you know, still seeing Dijak there just brought a smile to my face. So as as sad as I am for the for the for the people that lost their jobs, I'm happy that they kept a lot of these guys around still. Um so the next match we have is Noam Dar versus Butch for the NXT Heritage Cup. <laughs> Did I just hear that right? Yep. Oh dear God! And because I've been so in and out lately, how how has the buildup been so far? So it was actually they had they had actually had a they had a, they had a tournament for for the for the Heritage Cup. So it was they actually brought over um, they had Butch. They brought Butch over. They brought they brought Tazawa over from the main roster, and then it was them, and then it was um it was Axiom, um, Joe Gacy, um. Nick Nathan Frazier, um, Duke Hudson, and then I think Tyler Bate were and they were all in the tournament with those with with Butch to determine the number one contender. They did they did they did a tournament like they had an A and B bracket, and then they had um they earned points just like they would for the Heritage Cup. And so it was it was a tie between Butch and Joe Gacy, and Butch won. So so Butch is he earned the tie. He's earned the. It's been a good build, and honestly. Um, the I think they call them the metaphor. They're like they're like one of the best parts of NXT right now. Like because they're every every week that they're every time there's a match, they're up in the crowd dressed like different things. Like they were dressed as as farm animals, I think, one time. And and they were it was just funny. Like they've they've been killing it. They've been doing really good work. So I mean, I'm again, I'm glad to see them getting rewarded. Like they're just they're just dressed up and all like they're doing they've been doing cosplay. They've been, it's been really entertaining, if I'm being honest. I like it. Even though respect you- Noam Dar. Even though you've sold the buildup well, my frustration is I think enough of the main roster has invaded as far as having the championships or props, as Jr. would call it. I, I'm, yeah. To me, we should have kept this more with the NXT talent. I think Noam Dar ends up retaining the NXT Heritage Cup. And I'm with you. Like I so here's my here's my feeling about it. This is how I would like if I was the booker of, of this card, this is how I would do it. Every year where they every every year when they have the draft, I would have SmackDown can lose stars. SmackDown can lose stars to Raw. And but and then SmackDown can get stars from from Raw as well. So I, I would have it where they they get equal stars because and then and then because you know SmackDown is like the lesser, has less people. I would I would have only NXT drafts go go to Smack go to Raw, but I would just I, 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 again this is just me booking it. I would have Raw and, and next NXT 
just to be kind of just be like the brother, big brother, little brother program. And I, and so I, but I, and I would just, so I wouldn't have a problem if they did like that, you know, then, then you could have like, you know, um, like, you know, like, you know, and, and, you know, I forgot the opportunity matches, you know, breakout matches, whatever on, um, you know, on, on raw with, you know, before they got called up, there's just a lot of different ways they, they could do it with both shows being on the same network. That's I so I would be okay with them using the raw stars on NXT like that, but just keep SmackDown totally away from it. That's my one thing I would like to see. Well, another thing you can look at is if you really want to try to get NXT going, cut raw down to two hours and move some of that talent over to NXT. I mean, you you've already got NXT and Raw being packaged as a together TV deal, you know, just like you mentioned, keep them together. No need to have the SmackDown people there. Yeah, like just, and that's my thing. Just, I don't have a problem with the, using the main stars, but just keep it to Raw because it makes sense that they that they're on the same network that they would float back and forth. Don't right. use the, don't use the SmackDown talent on it. So the next, so the next match again. Speaking of main roster talent, the next match is Dominic Mysterio versus Trick Williams, and and Dragon Lee is a special guest referee. Oh boy. This sounds like it's going to be a mess. I I think uh, Dragon Lee somehow cost Trick the championship opportunity, and Dominic will retain. So, do you think? Do you think that he's going to cost him on accident, or he's going to turn heel? Uh, that I don't know. Are we? Are we betting on DraftKings all of a sudden now or something here? Or, or? I'm just asking a general question because I, the reason I ask this question is because I think Dragon Lee is a good asshole, and I want to see him be a heel, and and I yeah. think he'd be and I think he'd be better as a heel in NXT, and so I'm I'm tired of the cute fake kind of I feel like the fake smile trying to kiss babies, like I feel like he's probably a good guy in real life, but I, I feel like he's he wrestles like a heel. I just think his his match. I think everything he does he he's better suited as a heel. I want him as a heel. Well, remember when Shawn Michaels had a slow heel turn when he was like the special guest referee between Brett the Hitman Hart and The Undertaker for the WWF Championship? This is kind of the same scenario what I'm seeing here. You're going to see Dragon Lee be the Shawn Michaels and have that slow heel turn. He'll, yeah. he'll inadvertently cost Trick the Championship. But in the process, he will become the heel while Trick stays as the face. All right, I like that. I'm done. I think I'm done for that. Like, like I said to me, like I, I want to see him as a heel. Um, so the next match we have, and then is in, is Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton. This should have been the match that happened at this event rather than a couple of weeks ago. Like Becky should have won the title here. Yes. Um, <laughs> I I wouldn't put it past booking to put the championship back on Stratton. To me, it's a little early, but I think we need to have the NXT talent keep their championships on them, even though I just said Dominic's going to retain the North American championship. I would love to see Tiffany Stratton become two-time NXT women's champion, and that's what I'm going to go with. So you're gonna go with Tiffany? Yes. All right. I'm gonna go with Becky. Um, so in, so just in in conjunction with this question, 
do you think Jade is going? Do you think Jade's? Do you think Jade's going to the main roster first, or do you think she's going to NXT? I think she goes to NXT. All right. So to me, if you're gonna have her go to NXT, I would, that's why I would have the belt. I'd have Becky keep the belt, and I have Jade beat her for the title. Yeah, that could be another possibility right there. Um, just like Chris mentioned, you know, she wasn't like AEW's top wrestler, but I. I did say she was the most dominant and with that dominant presence, I think she will make an impact coming in, whether she's going to challenge Becky or Tiffany, whoever wins that championship match. That's something we're all going to have to wait and see come Saturday. And for me, I don't think that I just, I just, to me, like I feel like her having her beat Becky for the title would would um to me like that would that would set her up as the big star already with and it, and it kind of like puts her puts her in the waiting to come to the main roster let me ask you this question as well so if if let's say she starts off let's say she starts off at nxt and then if she's if she, do, you, do you want her at wrestlemania 40 or do you hold off a year or then if she if you do want her wrestlemania who do you have her facing i would have her hold off but if she okay. does but if she does go to WrestleMania 40, yeah. I think she needs to go up against Rhea Ripley. So what would you do with Becky? <laughs> Sorry about your luck. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This is not take anything away from Becky, but she's already done it all. All right. I don't I don't think having her Savage, I like it. I don't think having her wrestle jade right now is the key thing i would let that thing build up a little more but becky is a possibility i just don't think it i just don't think jade's ready for wrestlemania yet i I say let her get a full year in nxt get her in-ring work touched up a little bit and then let's kind of possibly look at her for wm 41 okay I like that. I, I I agree with you. I think I think they keep her, but I think if they do bring her up, I'd like to see them go get Naomi for her to face Naomi at WrestleMania. Did you say Naomi? Uh-huh. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Well, because I don't want to take away from the other matches. It's like because I think that Charlotte and Becky's and Charlotte Charlotte and Bianca's is a natural match that's gonna happen. I think Rhea and 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 uh and Becky's natural match is going to happen. I don't want to see Nia Jax versus Jade. I just don't want to see that. Um, and so, to me, like I was like, if they if they want her, if they want her at WrestleMania, I would try to bring Naomi back to face at WrestleMania. That's just my train of thought as far as that goes. Another thought is um, maybe have Jade up against Bailey too. That's another one. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could see that. Be, I'd be fine with that too. And as much of a fan as I am of both Jade and Bailey, oh. I, I would be saying, Sarah, you need to leave the room. <laughs> oh, good lord! Whoa! All right. John has the lotion by the by this by this. <laughs> oh, come on now! Let's not get that for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the main event, we have Carmelo Hayes versus Ela Dragunov. Ooh, another tough one to call. Ilya is very deserving of that NXT World Championship. However, I think he's also deserving of being brought up to the main roster. 
but so is Carmelo Hayes. And I here's, think- a, here's a question I have for you. Do you think with them keeping BFAB and keeping Tahuti Miles, keeping you know those those two guys, the keeping those two around, do you think they're keeping them to, to, to pair them with Carmelo on the main roster? Yeah, possibly, and that could be the reason why Top Doll is gone. But um, and keep in mind, folks, the releases aren't totally done yet. So, <laughs> uh, and I wasn't trying to hint anything there. I, yeah, it's a possibility if they're going to keep BFAB and Ashante. So there, there, there could be a possibility Elia is winning this. And even though it's not as long as his reign with the North American Championship, he still put up a good run with the NXT Championship. I think Elia is going to walk away and become the new NXT champion. All right. So you think it's. And to me, like it's hard for me too because like I want to pick Carmelo, but at the same time, I'm like, why would they book Ilya in this match if he wasn't going to win it? Because to me, he's already had a title match. Carmelo's already beat him before. I think for the maybe was it for the North American title or they already fought for the for this title? I think he beat him in a three way match, didn't he? Already for this title? I think it was actually a ladder match, if I remember. Okay. It was the five way ladder match that I think Cameron Grimes. Or Wesley ended up winning. It was one of those two. Gotcha. But I, but I know they've already fought before. So to me, if they're booking this match, um, I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Elia too. Why not? Let's 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 speak it into into his existence, as they say. Yeah, I'm going to say Elia wins this. They have a rubber match for the NXT North America, or not NXT North America. They have a rubber match involving the NXT Championship, but this time Elia will retain that and I think we might possibly see both uh Trick and Carmelo move up to main roster. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean I'm kind of I think I'm okay with ending this tonight. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I uh, figure we could talk we could we could do wrestle dream predictions on Sunday. Yeah we'll we'll uh come back on Sunday on Sunday takedown and go over our predictions for Wrestle Dream. In fact, we may uh, even try to air a little early if Carlos is able to make it. So, um, but yeah, why don't we why don't we go ahead and wrap it up for the night here? All right. If anybody, if you guys couldn't find us tonight because you know of, of the technical difficulties we're having earlier, I do apologize for that. Um, hopefully, you guys listen to the replay. But again, um, we'll be back Sunday at three o'clock Eastern, twelve Pacific, or maybe a little earlier with our. Um, takedown episode and then again we'll be talking about um giving our wrestle dream predictions and then also going over smackdown i can give my experience from being there on friday night and we'll also talk about collision um other than that and again we'll be back here next week after after dynamite's over um but yeah let's take it out guys hey uh also on Ilya dragonoff uh i'd like to see him in the main roster with imperium in time for a survivor series match Ooh. where they could have a four-on-four Imperium versus uh, somebody else, uh, traditional Survivor Series match. So that's just my uh, little Ilya Dragunov want, since I was negative on somebody else's in-ring progress. I, I think uh, Ilya Dragunov is uh, ready for the main roster. I wouldn't mind that either. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it with Imperium. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's when, ah, WFI's post AEW Dynamite show. Want to give a big shout out to the Saged Up Network. We've been a big, or we've been a real uh, happy member of the group lately. And a big shout out to each and every one of them who's mentioned us in their spaces as well. Doesn't go unnoticed with all the shout outs and everything. Um, big shout out to Chris Haas for joining us as usual every Wednesday night. Also, want to shout out Jim over at Fan in the Van. Is this a bad take podcast? Wow, you got some trains going there, Carlos. Yep. <laughs> we got Carlos, the big tutor there. Oh, <laughs> I can... <laughs> sorry. I also want to give How a share. Sh- you. <laughs> At least you didn't go with running a train joke. <laughs> uh, You're going to pay for this, John. Poppy. Uh, I'm going to turn my mic off. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. We like to have some fun on this podcast, but also want to give a shout out to Two Dudes Sports News, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Big shout out to Austin Boyard over there at Wrestling World, Ted the Hillbilly Hill with the Hill Truth, BC Hunter with Wrestling with the truth and also wrestling with the 80s and if i'm missing anybody else i'm sorry uh carlos did you have any shout outs to give if you want to unmute your mic now just our other partners on the show um brian the hype ballard the brian atkins bama girl for other heather heather roll tight bitches and then also the william hope to have you guys join us soon um hope everything's going well with you guys and just a special shout out to sarah execution 84 Appreciate you and just everyone else who supports us. The, all the guys at the SCM uh, crew, I was joined with their little podcast earlier today, just listening in. Again, they're supporters of the show as well and appreciate you guys as well. That's all I got. And it's over. Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decided this. Was it over in the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor? The Germans? <sighs> Let's get out of here. Isn't that what I'm supposed to say, the Germans?